0: Hey, before I start the show today, I wanted to let you know that this interview with Danny Pena at this gaming event was recorded weeks ago. And Danny notified me as I was driving home tonight, getting ready to post this, that today two people were killed and at least another 11 people were injured in a mass shooting that erupted at a basically Madden Tournament uh, Again, these are video games, a video game tournament for a football game in Jacksonville, Florida, which is Danny's from Miami. And so this is somewhat in his backyard. And I just wanted to say that the gaming community I saw in Columbus, Ohio, was a community filled with love for each other's skills, love for the game and respect for each other. Even if you, you lose, you would admire somebody's talent. You would go back and train again and come back to play again next season. You saw people rooting for their teams, and it's like a sport. It, it is a sport. It's not like a sport. It is a sport, and it's exciting to watch, and it's filled with a lot of passion. So what I saw was love and respect at this particular event. And as I read about this, I don't want to turn this into a gun control discussion or a violence in video game discussion. I'm just here to say what I saw was a great community filled with love, all about video games and competition. And I know this hits me in a disappointing way, and I can only imagine how it feels to Danny and the entire gaming community, and I just want to let you know my heart goes out to everyone involved. 83% of Americans are not listening to podcasts on a weekly basis, and on today's episode number 633, I have an interview with Danny Pena and how he's going after those people that are not listening to podcasts yet, and we have your answers to the question of the month Are podcasting events worth it? And we've got a new question for September.
1: Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting
2: with Dave Jackson.
0: Podcasting since 2005. I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so very, very much for tuning in. This is where I help you Massage your message. I help you tackle that technology, face your fears, and flatten the learning curve and get you podcasting in the right direction. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com, and if you use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, you can save on either a monthly, yearly, or if you want to go ahead and just buy the classes a la carte, it's all there, schoolofpodcasting.com. And today we've got some, we've got your answers. That's the cool thing. So it's the last episode of the month. And so this is where I throw out a question and you've answered it. And we're going to play your answers. And the question was, of course, are podcast events like worth it? And I just left it open ended like that. And we're going to get to your answers. But first, you know, one of the persons I met at Podcast Movement. And I've also seen him at PodFest, and I've seen him a whole bunch of places. And that is the one and only Chris Curran from PodcastEngineeringSchool.com. And look at the calendar. Holy cow. The next episode of Podcast Engineering School is right around the corner. And if you're like, wait, what is Podcast Engineering School? Well, first of all, it starts September 18th, and it includes live, like you are there with Chris, interactive, it's online. You get two mentoring sessions, one before the class, and I need to schedule mine after the class. You get major, and I mean like major discounts on software and plugins, plus, and I got to tell you, I think this is really the value of the class. Nothing against Chris. You get lifetime access to the Podcast Engineering School closed community because he's Chris is going to run you through all these different topics and software and configurations and all sorts of stuff like that. But the cool thing is after the class is over, you've got a whole group of people who have gone through the exact same thing that you have. And obviously if you're in a new class, everybody else has gone before you and everybody's there super helpful. It's really awesome. You also actually get a certificate of completion and it's really cool. If you want to check it out, Podcast Engineering School, it's it's very simple. You, you learn to engineer and produce podcasts at a professional level and then earn a great living, either part-time or full-time. Or if you don't want to do this as like a profession, just make your own show sound professional. Check it out, podcastengineeringschool.com. And Chris, thank you so much for sponsoring the School of Podcasting. You first heard from me at least about Danny Pena go to school of podcasting.com slash 506 his commitment to community has been like nobody else and let me just set the scene here so he was at this big national gaming tournament now I'm not a huge gamer in fact I'm a very little gamer in fact I'm almost not a gamer at all and I had no clue like zero clue what games had turned into. And so I go in and it's an arena for I don't know if it's a major or minor league it's an arena for hockey. Except they've got it set up with giant like Bon Jovi concert kind of big screens and huge sound systems and there're all these people watching teams play video games. And then when you look at the players they they look like NASCAR people, like they've got their jack-in-the-box sticker, and then it was just their whole, all their shirts are nothing but sponsors. The commercials in between the games had commercials for the sponsors, many of them with the actual gamers. So picture this, you're in a studio, you're going to go cut a commercial. Why? Because you played video games. And the thing that really, really blew me away was I was watching this one Kind of, uh, they were playing Call of Duty. And the team that won the kind of match that I saw made $45,000. Well, that's really turns out small potatoes because Danny explained to me that over the season, they gave out $4.2 million. In fact, the winner of this tournament took home $800,000. So and I mean at one point the the whole crowd was going like let's go da-da. like it was it was everything you see in a football in a basketball except instead of people running around being sweaty you had four dudes sitting there with magic thumbs and they even had like play by play guys they're like all right and this guy's going to go through and this always oh he's got to kill it was like everything it looked it just it was like what I'd never seen anything like it now here's the beautiful thing of it I walk in. And I'm with the King. I'm with Danny Pena. And so I drove down from Akron, Ohio to meet Danny. And this happened in Columbus, Ohio. Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast.com drove up from Cincinnati. So I'm getting to hang with two of my favorite people. And Danny has secured his backstage passes as media. And then I walk in and it's like, He's walking along, and somebody's like, Hey, Danny. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's the head of PR for EA Sports. And then, Oh, hey, Danny, what's up? Well, yeah, that's the person of like whatever Microsoft or Sony or who are. And hey, Danny, it's like, Oh, yeah, that's the main guy for the. He's just like, everybody knows who Danny is. And this is a guy that's been doing this since 2005. Now, how does he get such a reputation? It's very simple. He said it back in episode 506, and he's doing it now it's all about giving back to his community. So he you'll hear him talk here in a minute, all the different places he goes and when he wins, he turns around and gives it all right back to his audience. So come with me now. Let's have a conversation. This is backstage at this event with Danny Peña from gamertagradio.com. This is like mind-blowing because Yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's cra- it's a different world, Dave. It's a totally different world, man.
0: And of course, Danny Pena from Gamer Tag Radio. She would mention that. I didn't mention your, your yeah, website. Yeah, yeah. How did you get here?
3: Activision, they always invite me or my co-host to go to like their different events. It depends on the city. So if anything close to East Coast, I'm always going to the East East Coast one. If it's somewhere closer for Paris, the West Coast, it will go over there and cover it. But every year they invite us to go to the finals. This is like the last one. So this is Call of Duty World League Champ Championship. So this is where all the best teams throughout the whole season, they play all the way to the end, man. And it's uh, it's, it's really good, man, watching it. I love the last day because that's when the arena gets really packed and everybody's excited and cheering for their favorite teams. You see them wearing, like, their, their jerseys. Uh, of like their favorite teams and stuff And it's, it's awesome I love it man Yeah It's really is... cool And the commentary is the best
0: part too man Because that's
3: the thing that you would like Right Dave the, the commentary the whole time You're like man
0: this is legit this well, I was legit. laughing Because the one guy's name is Silly And the commentator was like Alright and that was silly he had, a, he had a British accent So it was like Alright and Silly's doing and, and boy that was silly And I'm like wait Why is he like criticizing this guy And I look up my god like, oh, that's the guy's name So
3: <laughs> Yeah yeah it's cool, but yeah, dude. Like uh, I love that. Um, and honestly, this this year I've been doing a lot of traveling. This year, a lot of lot, last year was the most I've ever done in my life, and it was all covering games. And uh, now this one has been a lot of traveling because the movie. Yeah, I came back from New York. I, I was part of different film festivals. And before that was E3, um, other media events, too. Yeah. So it's a lot of things have been going on with us, man.
0: Were you still on CBS the last time I talked to you? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you want to pick us up from, from right, so there forward? Yeah. Four
3: years ago, actually, was it three or four years ago, we signed a deal with CBS Radio. We were with them. We did pretty good. They loved us. Like It was a great experience. Right. We were recording at different studios across the country um, when we were there. Um, and it was awesome So back in I think at the end of the, last year There was News about Intercom Buying CBS Radio and so on So I was like man what's going to happen Because I, I did my research and I'm like man They're investing a lot into podcasting So I'm like yo this is this is probably going to be big man. Like you know for us You know <laughs> So they, they bought CBS Radio And uh a couple months later we get an email from the play It team and they said that they decided to remove the original content for cbs radio so it was us there was a lot of shows that were part of the original content they only kept one original show so what i heard was that they were planning to keep a couple but i think they just wanted to do different things and we were one of them that we're gonna they were gonna keep so they were going back and forth, like because right. our download numbers, and you know, they were really happy with it. Right. They they see the results from uh, the advertisers, our listeners always buying products that we talk about on our show and stuff like yeah. that. So it was really good. And um, but at the same time, there was people that used to work at CBS Radio. They work now at Audio Boom, and they've been handing us up for like two years. They want us to jump to, ship. Ju- yeah, jump. Hey, come, Danny, because they're they know. They know how we are, like we're our content, our audience, and everything. And and we decided to join with Audio Boom, and we're doing pretty good, man, with them. They're, I know there's been rumors and stuff of like other content creators that have been having issues and stuff, yeah. but we honestly, like, and you know me, Dave, I'm straight up, like, yeah. I'll tell you the truth. Like, I, we haven't had zero issues with them, man. Well, that's good. Zero, zero. So we get paid, um, everything, you know? And, and honestly, look, man, I'm like, I love Blueberry, I love Lipson, I love. I love different um, hosting companies that have been doing their own thing. And and you know me. I joined Lipson, I think it was, what, 2005? (laughs) Yeah. I joined with them. But, you know, there's a time that I need to move on and and start getting money because it's like... I still have our old content still on Lipson. Still. There you go. Still. It's not going away. (laughs) I still have our app on Lipson because there's people that wanna to listen to our older content but our recent content I want us to get paid man because I've been doing it for so long and yeah. it's like you know, I don't wanna be broke. <laughs> you know, if I get an opportunity it's that right. I'm getting ads I'm gonna go i am I'm gonna go Absolutely. there, man, you know? So this is more a business decision. It's not right. You know, it's not being like, oh I'm a fan
0: of this and <laughs> I don't hate I hate this. It's not like that. But but it's cool. Um and then you you put out your movie which was cool. And the thing I loved about your movie that was shot Pretty much. A big chunk of it was on your iPhone, right? No, actually... No, so this is what happened. So...
3: Or no, uh, it was an iMovie. iMovie. I edited yeah. it through iMovie. So what happened, Chris Criminso's and Neil Gilarte, they gave me all the unreleased footage from my story. Mm-hmm. And they sent me your footage. Yeah. They sent me uh, <laughs> uh, Rob, Rob watch. Uh, who else? A couple people, too. Mm-hmm. They sent it to me, and I put in our movie. Um, I edited everything through iMovie. And the reason... The, and I mentioned this in your show. The reason why I did that is because what matters is the content. Mm. It's not about software, audio equipment. Because if I record something on my phone and I show it to you and you get and it touches you like emotionally, you either cry, laugh. I did my part. That's all it that matters. You know. That's so it. it's the same thing with podcasting. So um, I edited a bunch of film festivals, been selecting it now. Um, the the last one was the Dominican Film Festival in New York. You know they had red carpet, nice major major media from locally from New York, um, Univision, Telemundo for like. So the reason why I did that, Dave, why I submitted to like different film festivals, is because I want to. Get a new crowd that never heard of podcasting, never heard about video games, like the industry. Mm -hmm. And I I just want to educate them. Because at the same time, I feel like we're us as podcasters, we're going after the same crowd. Right. Sometimes it's good to get at that circle. Yeah.
0: I I call it the 83%. Right now, Edison Research said 17% of of America at least listens to podcasts on a weekly basis. Yeah. And I'm like, we need to go after that other 83%. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right now,
3: doing all this movie festivals it's been great because now people are asking me questions like how I can do this how it's been good it's been yeah. great and now because of that now they're probably going to go to their phones that's it and start listening to like other shows so back in January I applied for a podcast position for it was a podcast product manager position um Was it for uh, Univision? They have a podcast network called Revolver, uh, Euphoria, Euphoria, I think it's called. Mm. So I applied for it. It was me and some other guy. We had multiple interviews. All right. So they they heard about my resume. We sat down. I talked about the movie. Yeah. Um, Many things. I showed them our stats, everything. And I didn't get the position Which is okay I don't You know I'm, I didn't you, get mad You swing the bat man That's But I had execs Talking to me um, HR They, Everybody loved me So uh, Months later While I was promoting our movie In New York City mm. uh, One of my friends That has a show On the same network mm. They invited me To interview me To promote The award winning film Nice So it's like you never know what could happen in life, you know? But that was cool. That yeah. was awesome.
0: Ended um, up on the network anyway.
3: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But the re- I, I know a lot of podcasts are like, oh, but why you want to work now? Like, you're doing really good at your podcast. You know, I want to try new things, man. I want to try new things. I wanna, To me, it's a challenge because uh, getting that position, it's I'm, I'm pushing podcasts to the mainstream. And mm-hmm. I, at the same time, I'm, I'm trying to educate Podcast to like the Latino audience that a lot of them don't really know much about it, man. Hmm. Just a couple of weeks ago, I did a, a presentation. Actually, I presented an award with Melvin. I know, I, I don't know if you know Melvin. He's he's also a podcaster from Miami. Okay, uh, actually from Fort Lauderdale. So we present best Christian podcast and award show, and that was their first time ever doing it, ever. Wow, and. They were like, Danny, please, you could come. Mm -hmm. Can you present an award? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Christian. You know, I was raised as a Catholic. I'm like, it's about, it's about spreading the message, man. That's it. So that's why I did it. You know, um, I wanted to support them and I think I felt good about it, man. You know, I went on stage and everybody, you know, hey, cheering for like their favorite podcast, Christian podcast. It was (laughs) awesome, man. It was beautiful. (laughs) The most beautiful thing, man.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I know you started doing some things on Twitch. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that.
3: So originally, Twitch came up to us. um, They want us to record our podcast live on Twitch. And I was like, sure. That was like a year ago. Yeah. And uh, we're doing pretty good. Now, our numbers is not like our podcast. Right. Because it's Uh, live. Because it's live. Yeah. But we're doing really good because a lot of the people that are Amazon Prime members, they could subscribe to our channel and we get a percentage from that. Or nice. let's say we're streaming a game and they buy the game through our page on Amazon. We also get a percentage from that. They could donate and we're doing really good. So we're getting income from Twitch, from uh, Public because now we're also partner with them and also through Audioboom with our ads and everything. So... Right. I have years that haven't purchased flights, hotels with our own money. All that was our community support. Chiming in, yeah.
0: With T Public, are you doing anything? You just have your basically like Gamertag
3: Radio shirts or Gamertag Radio shirts. So let's say we have a phrase. Like I have one uh, is "Let Me Dream." Like that. We have a segment. Mm -hmm. We have uh, shirts that says "Let Me Dream." People actually bought it. Okay. They wear it at, at different events and stuff, and they'll nice. say Gamer Tag Radio, and, you know. Makes yeah. it easy
0: to spot your crowd. At, yeah,
3: exactly. Here at the event, so um, we have a couple of listeners that live here in Columbus. Mm-hmm. I invite them to come over here because I want them to get the whole experience, right. you know. And I spot one of them because he was wearing our shirt. I was like, oh, there you go. Right. <laughs> GTR right there, man, you know. Because
0: so. I know I... I when I heard you were going to be here, I said, well, I was going to ask him, are you doing anything? I said, well, I know you're going to be hanging out with your, your crowd. I, and let me tell
3: you, Dave, everywhere I go, even if it's just a couple hours, I have to sit down, engage, and talk to our listeners no matter what. Yeah. Even though I'm super busy, I put some time, with part of my schedule to, to do that. Here, what I did, I surprised our listeners. Um, I got them... Three day tickets for the whole event. They've been here the whole time, I'm sitting down watching all the all the matches. And I asked them, "Hey, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite team?" And they told me. I took them backstage. I wanted them to meet the team from Activision, the people that have been handling all this event. Mm-hmm. They met their favorite team members, like their players, and. Um, showing them around they're never gonna forget that experience man. that's right one of the listeners couldn't attend he's gonna come here tomorrow for the first time i surprised him yesterday i went
0: to his job and surprised him <laughs> like hey what's up man he was like oh my god wasn't I expecting you to come all right hold on hold on just a second let's not let that one go by so picture this you're in the gaming you're at basically the world series of gaming your favorite podcast host gets you a backstage pass to the gaming event, to the, to the Super Bowl. Oh, and by the way, so picture, like, let's say it's, I don't know, the New England Patriots are playing the Super Bowl. You're a big New England Patriots fan. Danny gets you in and goes, Hey, you want to meet Tom Brady? I mean, that's really what's going on here. If you're not into the game, that's amazing. Then he shows up at the guy's work. I don't even know how he did that, but can you picture your favorite, you know, whoever just showing up at your job going, Hey, what's up? It's these little things and they're not little, but it's, it's, I'm sure he didn't have to go through a ton of work, but he does these little things that just goes a little more than everybody else. And that's what builds Danny's community. I think that's an amazing, he's like a walking, make a wish foundation. It's amazing. All right, let's go back to Danny.
3: But it's, it's a, I'm here for a certain amount of days. I was free. You're right. Take your time, man. If you can, get to see your listeners, man. You know, engage with them, talk to them. We had a couple of beers We talked. Great experience, man. That's
0: cool. Yeah. That's gotta be That's gonna be fun, I would think. Just it to, is, like man. the whole time you're waiting for them to turn around so it you can be like, hello. Yep. yep. <laughs>
3: and and every year we we'll we go to a podcast movement, when they have the awards, mm-hmm. uh, take them to the awards show, Red Carpet, they take pictures. Yeah. You know, it's I feel like right now people concentrate so much on like top of the charts and how many downloads, but it's all about your listeners, man, without them, you're not going to get no download. You're not going to get reviews. You're not, people are not going to follow you on Twitter or Facebook. It's all about them. So why not do that? Share that experience with them and they're going to be the first one saying, "Wow, man, that was the best day ever."
0: Well, that's the whole thing is is when your fans that came to this and they go, "You're not going to believe what happened to me yesterday." Exactly. And then people are like, "Wait, what what is it again? What's yeah. Oh, it's, it's Gamer Tag Radio." Oh, yep. okay. Good. And then they tell two friends and they tell two friends yeah. and
3: even even at our um, screening in New York for the film festival, 90% of the people that were there were or our community members. Nice At their event And actually there was one person that came Shout out to Tony He came He's in a wheelchair The place didn't have no elevator Hmm. That's the thing with New York, it's weird And I was like, no He he was the first one in the rain It was pouring raining He was the first one to arrive And I'm like, don't worry man We're gonna get you up Yeah I helped him and a couple of people from the building helped mm. them up. And after the event, our listeners got together like and took them, took them down. Nice. It's community. Again. It is community, man. That's that's love,
0: man. Yeah. What else is coming up for you?
3: I submitted a movie to a lot of, of film festivals. Uh, I'm still waiting to get the green light if it gets approved or not. Um, there's a couple that I hope, fingers crossed. I hope it goes through. Like one that I really hope it goes through. Is the Austin Film Festival because mm. this year they're gonna have like a podcast competition? Ah, oh. yeah, yeah. So um, we're gonna if we get selected, we're gonna be the only podcast documentary film period at the event. So I think that would be perfect, like having our screening there and have like the first podcast competition at the Austin Film Festival. That would be that would be cool. And um, I've been showing the movie to a lot of uh, non gamers and and Mm non-podcasters and every single one of them said yo i cried i cried i'm inspired
0: nice i want to do my own thing you know so we'll see you've got a couple things you've been submitting it to all these different places Mm -hmm. how do you handle it when you get a no
3: keep on moving keep moving i don't take it personal yeah we already got um two or three that said no and it's fine i don't get mad to me, in life, everything happens for a reason, man. There's a reason why we're here, hanging out. Yeah. Re- you know, I've never been to Ohio. So when I posted, I've never thought in my life, like, oh, Dave and was going to come and <laughs> we're going to hang out over here and watch a, a match of Call of Duty together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, to me, everything in life happens for a reason, dude. So it's fine that that happened. Honestly, there was a... A listener unsubscribed because he didn't like that we had ads. You're right. And I'm like, how are we going to pay the bills, man? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to take it way back. Lipson got us uh, our first ad ever, mm-hmm. and it was uh, the U.S. Navy. People got mad that we got an ad from the U.S. Navy saying, oh, you guys are a bunch of sellouts. You Now you're getting money. And I'm like, how are we going to pay the bills? Yeah. I'm recording with a cheap, cheap yeah. rock band mic. <laughs> I need to upgrade, man. I need. This is a really cheap US uh, USB yeah. mic. I need to upgrade, man. Like, if I go to an event, how am I going to pay the flights and the hotels? And yeah, you can't. That's not being a sellout. It's me slowly coming up. Yeah. And I'm not getting, charging you anything for I'm it. Not. it. It's we're still so free. Why to is, listen. why yeah. is that bad? It's yeah. like um, in no types of music, especially in hip hop. Back in the days when artists will become mainstream People are like, oh, they're a sellout I'm not going to listen to them Right. That's it, I'm done with them But at the same time, you need You need the, the mainstream artists And the underground artists to have that balance And overall, it helps the industry Because the mainstream artists That's where you push the music To another group of people that never heard of it And right. maybe they'll become fans So it's the same thing with podcasts It's fine serial and... NPR and all these other podcasts that's doing that. I don't see nothing wrong with that, but a lot of the hardcore. Podcasters, yeah. they get they take it personal, dude. They yeah. take it really personal.
0: Well, and you've just always kind of done your own thing. Is talk a little bit about that? I know we were talking before. Like mm-hmm. it seems like people keep trying to copy each other, and, and or they'll see somebody get popular, and go, okay, now I'm going to do this show.
3: Yeah, it's all right. So Johnny Dumas is just perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, I like what he's doing. You know, he's doing his own thing. You know, with his podcast, and then everybody, oh. You know what? I'm going to copy his formula, do a daily show, and I'm going to put fire part of my podcast (laughs) name. And when they see the results, it's not working. I wonder why it's not working because you're copying somebody else. Why not be be unique and try something totally different that nobody else is doing? Because at at the end of the day, it's not about what's hot. It's being unique and getting that attention that nobody else is getting. I mentioned Glenn for the Horse Network. Who else is doing that? That I know. I don't know anybody right. who has a whole Horse <laughs> Network. And he's doing really good, man. He yeah. gets sponsors. He goes to events where nobody else goes as, as podcasters. And he get all these sponsors because they get to see him. They see how it works. And that's the thing that we do with gaming.
0: Right do you get nervous when you see other people come online or do you worry about oh man there's more gamers they're gonna steal my audience or no i don't i don't i've
3: never in my life competed with other shows ever i always compete with myself and i always tell that to my crew let's compete with ourselves how we could do better than the previous years Mm. let's make this year better than the previous one
0: i'm with you I, i think podcasting is a lot like golf it's mm-hmm. it's you know you're only as good as your last game you're only as good as your last episode and you look at you know in golf you're trying to get it in the hole in podcasting you're trying to you know make something that your audience is going to be so ecstatic about they're going to go tell their friends and mm-hmm. sometimes you get a hole in, the, in one and sometimes you you know you're you're in the pond mm-hmm. <laughs> you
3: yeah know? you know it's crazy when i went to the film festival I had to do A bunch of media interviews and the red mm-hmm. carpet The first person That interviewed me I told him Oh in Spanish yeah. I have a video game podcast And he looked at me like Why video game And what is a podcast Like he gave me that yeah. look And what is a podcast <laughs> And I'm so used to Explaining What I do But I'm not used to Explaining what a podcast is To like a Totally different audience So I had right. to like Get ready, or like, oh man, th- these people don't know what a podcast is. So I had to
0: like explain to them. What's your explanation if somebody asks you that?
3: I, I will say this think of it as on demand radio online. There you go. Simple. simple. I just k- try to keep it as simple as possible. I don't know, mention RSS feed, nothing. Cause <laughs> they'll be like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> so my dad. My dad He listens to Tune in radio All the time Can mm. listen to He's a taxi driver So he right. listens to uh, Radio stations from New York He used to be a cab driver In New York So he's like Oh I'm in Miami <laughs> He listens to like New York radio yeah. And he also listens to Live radio from The American Republic mm. So I told him You can listen to our show Through tune in It's not live It's recorded He's like Really? Oh I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you guys <laughs> You got to keep it as simple as possible. And I think that's what we need to do.
0: And I'm going to inject here. And I agree totally with Danny. I had a picnic and I went in and my cousins were there and they're like, oh, there's Mr. Hall of Fame. And my one cousin said, hey, like, what is a podcast? And so I think our homework for this week, make sure everyone in your family knows how to subscribe to your show, assuming you want them to subscribe to your show. And if we can get just our immediate circle, some of them are going to go, Hey, I found this podcast and they're going to tell a friend. So, you know, Danny's got his dad listening now in the car. We need to get our circle of family because again, we got to go after that 83% that isn't listening to podcasts and get them talking about podcasting. Cause what does podcasting need? It needs more listeners. Uh, Advice for, for young podcasters, somebody thinking to get coming in. Don't take it personal.
3: Everything takes time Don't rush it It's like To me it's like In a relationship You get You start dating someone Take your time Um, Don't rush it Because It will end fast (laughs) I'm serious Everything You gotta take time And Don't Try to compete With other people And don't try to get Podcasters To listen to your show Try to get a crowd That loves your Topic Not the podcasters Because that's another thing, Dave We go to a lot of these events Like Podcast Movement Mm. Podfest To me, those events are Let's help each other How how we could make this better for all of us As a community of podcasters But it seems like everybody goes to this event And like, oh, he's my show He's my show, he's my show To me, that place is not for that That place is for us to Let's share our knowledge Of how we can make it better Right You want an audience? Go to a little meetup group out of your local area, man. Meet people. Tell them, I have a show.
0: The 83%, man. We got to pull them in. (laughs)
3: Exactly. Exactly, man. Awesome. Well, where can people find your show? Gamertagradio.com. We're everywhere. You could Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're everywhere. Anywhere this podcast,
0: just put Gamertag Radio. We're there. They are there. So, a couple things we heard there. Number one, He is all about community and has been from day one. Then he has multiple streams of income. If you want to make money with your podcast, you can do that. You don't have to, but he's got Twitch. He's got T public. He's got sponsors. And then he's got, he's been blessed that these companies now know and really, really value his opinion so that they're flying him all over the place to go to these events. He gets flown places to play a game before it's released because they want his opinion. So those are just some examples here. And I always love to have Danny on because he's always just got great examples of like, yeah, I need to do more of that. And I think he's doing something. He made a movie. Why? Because he wanted to get away. I get away. That's not the right phrase. He wanted to include people that aren't podcasters, that aren't gamers to understand his story and have them go. Hey, what? What is this podcasting thing? We need to start getting people coming to us going, hey, aren't you the podcast person? What the heck is a podcast? We'll have everything for Danny out at school slash six, three, three. And you can find him at gamertagradio.com. com. I, I was making radio shows for fun. If, if everybody does it, at least everybody I know, do, shut up. Thank you, Stewie. I asked you the question, are podcasting events worth it? Well, here's your answers. And I started off. I got an email from Ed Ryan. Now, you're going to be hearing that name more in the future. You might know him. He is the editor of Radio Inc. Magazine, and they just launched this.
2: Podcasting
1: for Radio Dummies, a new podcast from Radio Inc. With your host, Ed Ryan.
0: Ed Ryan. Yeah, it was really cool. And so I uh, reached out to Ed and said, I, I found it. And I heard now he's on, I think, episode two. And he said in the first episode, well, he said some really nice things. I'll play here in a second. And I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. He said, as soon as I get a few more episodes, I'm going to be listed in Apple Podcasts. And I'm just here to let everybody know you only need one episode. I've heard people say, no, no, Apple won't approve you unless you have a couple episodes. That's absolutely false. You need one episode. So uh, it's not in Apple Podcasts yet, but uh, you can find it at RadioInc.com. And I'll put a link to it on the show notes. But check this out. He says, by the way, all of this podcast excitement started as a result of podcast movement this year. I have never even listened to a podcast until I went to podcast movement this year. Not only did we launch the Dummies podcast. I wonder if there's any kind of uh, issue with copyright on that. I wonder if uh, Wiley lets you know you're using the word dummies. Uh, We are about a month away from launching a brand new publication specifically for the podcast community. That's cool. That's cool. De- uh, daily headlines a website and six print issues per year podcast so is it the referred of uh, remember there was Pottertainment magazine before that was podcast magazine so we're going to get another print thing that's cool not sure if you're familiar with radio Inc. yes i am i'm subscribed to your blog but we are a 26-year-old trade publication for the radio industry so that's exciting and he says i even launched a podcast with my wife that's cool it's called beach talk radio He did about three weeks ago. He goes, we're having the best time. It's what I love to hear. He goes, oh, and we even got some listener support today in a three-figure check. How cool is that? So uh, I would think Ed is saying, yes, podcast events are worth it. And what did it do? It got him fired up. It got him over the hump. I don't know if there was a hump, but if there was one, he's over it. Next up, we have Emily Prokop from the story behind podcast as well as E-podcastproductions.com.
4: Hi, Dave. This is Emily Prokop from The Story Behind, and my experiences with conferences have been amazing. The first time I went, I was a brand new podcaster, as in, I had just upgraded from rock band mics to ATR 2100s. I had actually won a free ticket to podcast movement in 2015, and I remember walking in and I had no idea what to expect. Again, I was still new to podcasting in general. But one thing that will always stick out to me is getting my badge and seeing the word podcaster under my name. So here's a funny thing. I've been writing since I was little, and I was convinced I was going to grow up and be a writer. But no matter how many articles I published or blog posts or short stories I wrote, I could never call myself a writer and certainly never an author. So it was something that bothered me a little bit. Not to say going to the conference made me a podcaster but it made me change my mindset and it made me really think of myself as a podcaster just seeing that word, which is kind of silly, but it's something I remember. I also got a lot of ideas when I went to the first podcast movement and I also got to meet people I had only listened to while learning the podcast, including Daniel J. Lewis and Ray Ortega. And I even rode an elevator with you, Dave, but I was too shy to introduce myself to you, believe it or not. Another thing that will always stick out to me about going to podcast movement for the first time was watching the Academy of Podcasters Awards and seeing cover art from some of my favorite podcasts up on the screen when they were being announced as nominees. And I remember making a promise to myself that one day my podcast art would be shown up on there. Now, that may sound silly, but two years later, my show was nominated for an award in the history category. And I was so heartbroken I couldn't attend because I had used up all my vacation days for maternity leave in 2017. So it meant the world to me when Jim Collison was nice enough to get a picture of my cover art on the screen when the nominations were announced. And I wasn't even disappointed I didn't win because one of my podcasting buddies, Liz Covart, took the award, and to even be nominated with her is an honor. Now when I go to conferences, it feels like summer camp for me, and I've learned to buy the virtual ticket because honestly, I went to Podcast Movement this year and didn't end up going to many sessions. (laughs) I ended up hanging out with everyone and talking and meeting people in real life that I had only known online before. So I would say if you're a podcaster, whether you're new or seasoned and Dave said this before, try to attend at least one conference a year. And if you're an introvert like me, I promise it's not going to be the peopling and the small talk that you have to do at parties that makes people all awkward and stuff. No, you're going to go to that conference and those are going to be your people and you are always going to have something in common with everyone in that room. Anyway, thanks Dave, and I will see you at Mapcon.
0: I will see you there, and of course, the person that always wanted to call herself a writer now has a book waiting to be. It's gonna it's coming out very very soon. You can find it at the storybehindbook.com. Pre-order it now on Amazon as well as Barnes and Noble. And if you're looking to have your podcast, if you're looking for an editor, you can check her out at epodcastproductions.com. And I will always remember Emily because she bought me soup when I was feeling sick at DC PodFest. I did get an email because I believe in Marco's case, English is not his first language. I met him at Podcast Movement, and he basically said, yeah, I'm going to be Dave Jackson in French. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And he says, I went to... uh, Podcast Movement 2018, which was my first ever podcasting event, that was worth every dollar and every minute I spent there. Next year, we'll attend again for sure in Orlando, and this time make sure to have more time to talk with a large, larger amount of podcasters. As a French-speaking person, I was a little shy at the beginning, but after meeting uh, JLD, meaning John Lee Dumas, twice for 10 minutes each, have dinner and uh, and breakfast with Pat Flynn, doing an interview for my podcast with Zach Renault. Weeden from Google, uh, with Cliff Ravenscraft, and finally with the new Hall of, Fame po- Hall of Famer Dave Jackson, I realized that even if my English is not perfect, there are people just like me and that they are very generous of themselves. So next year, we'll be more involved and we'll be uh, embraced, and I will embrace the event even more uh, than I did this year. I'm hosting three different podcasts right now. Holy cow. One is similar to Lewis Howes with successful entrepreneurs and guests. One talking about podcasting like yours, and the other one going with my other company, which is a promotional product company. I'm almost 200 episodes when uh, you add up the three shows. That's very cool. He says, You, Pat Flynn, JLD, and Cliff inspired me to build a podcasting school for the French community. C, or uh, what is it? We, I guess. Uh, yeah, C is uh, Spanish. I will launch the school in September. Have fun with that because it's not as easy as you think it is. Uh, then finally, I would love to receive you on my podcast named podcast Inc inspired by yours. Cliff Ravenscraft podcast, answer, man, Eric uh, K Johnson, the podcast talent coach, et cetera, et cetera. But for the French community, I would love to get you for the episode. Uh, and basically we've already set that up. So that is from Marco and you can find him at Marco Thank you so much, Marco for sending that in.
5: Hey Dave, Jennifer Longworth here, host of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur, also a podcast editor. You can learn more about me at podcastwithjennifer.com. And your question was, are podcast events such as Podcast Moment and PodFest worth it? And absolutely, positively, yes. As a podcast editor, I have gained paying clients from each one of these events every time. So the networking is great. And some of these folks I've met up with at these events have referred me to other people. And then seeing my clients at these events that maybe I've never met before because everyone's on the internet is just totally awesome. So absolutely, they're worth it. I've already signed up for like three more. So yes, again, Jennifer Longworth, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur and podcast with podcastwithjennifer.com. Thanks.
0: Thank you so much, Jennifer. Yeah, the last day of podcast movement, I was like, I want to meet some new people and so I went into a room, and you'll hear about uh, Angela here in a second, but I also met Jennifer on that day. It was great meeting you at Podcast Movement. Now, if you're just saying, ah, this is going to be, what, 20 minutes of people going, yep, it's worth it. Well, check this out.
1: Good morning, Dave. And no, I haven't been to a podcast conference yet, but my ultimate plan after I look at my finances and get out of debt is to go to podcast movement, because as you all say, it's the camp for podcasters, and I can't wait, because I need podcasting love and support. I don't need support in the microphone sense, and I don't need support in a... Um, Hosting sense, but I need love and support from the humans behind podcasting. So, yes, I will be coming to podcast movement as soon as I get my finances
6: organized. Bye.
0: And that, of course, is Wynn Charles. Next up, we have Michael Delaney.
6: Hiya, Dave. This is Michael Delaney from Caregiving for Dementia. I wanted to leave you a response for your August question of the month. You had asked if podcast events are worth going to. Yes, they are so worth going to. You see, Dave, when I went to my podcast event, I went through the door without any kind of a real direction for the show, without a real name for the show. And I didn't even really understand who was listening, who I was was talking to. But uh, by the time the event was over... Not only did I get a lot of great information from the event, I met a lot of great people, a lot of interesting people. And I come out of there with a more direction for the show, a name for the show, and I also understood who I was talking to. I understood the audience that I was talking to. So, yes, anybody that is just getting into the podcasting career, podcasting area. Podcasting events are definitely worth it, not only for the fun that you have, but also for the great people that you meet. So, yes, in my opinion, podcast events are well worth your time, well worth the money to go to. I believe you also asked if I would go back Not only would I go back, I am going back to my podcast event. I've already bought the tickets. So, yes, I would definitely go to a podcasting event. I would definitely go back to one. Also, Dave, I would like to congratulate you on the podcast Hall of Fame induction. It couldn't have gone to a better person. Thanks, Dave, for all your help and all of your great content. And thank you for listening. Yeah, I'll let you later.
0: Thank you, Michael. I have links to everybody's show. And Michael actually also appeared on the podcast review show. That's a show I do with Eric K. Johnson. You might know him as the podcast talent coach. And uh, we go over your audio, like from start to finish. We find out what you're doing good. So you can do more of that. We find the things that eh, you might want to brush up a little bit. We go over your website from top to bottom. I go over your audio. Check that out. Podcast review show. Com.
2: Hey, Dave, this is Hilda labrada from the Wise Traditions Podcast, and yes, I have been to many podcasting events, and I cut my teeth on DC PodFest, a local kind of intimate podcast put on by my friend Jennifer Crawford and Alex Vidalis, and when I first attended several years ago, I was a podcast newbie, I needed all the help I could get, and I I think I came away with some practical tips, but I also came away with just some connections. I met you. I got to know Alex and Jennifer better, and I really found it was beneficial, even just for the inspiration and for everyone's encouragement telling me, you're going to do fine, you know? And then later, I think the very next year, I went to PodFest Multimedia Expo in Florida, put on by Chris Kramitzos, and... I was blown away. It was like DC PodFest, but on steroids. (laughs) And I was like, this is fantastic. And again, not only did I come away with practical things that I could apply immediately, I came away with a lot of action points for my show, but I also came away with connections. And I just feel like, as you've said before, relationships make a huge difference, like we are really actually kind of a small podcasting world and when you see people face to face after listening to their shows or before listening to their shows like it's just it reminds you you're not alone it's super encouraging and you feel like yeah i'm a part of the pattern family as they say so i have continued to attend both of these events i hope to check out some other ones down the line i've heard of some good you know podcast movement and other you know mid-atlantic you know there seems like every time I turn around there's another podcast conference coming down the pike but I could if I could I would go to all of them because I feel like there's always something you come away with practically and energetically if you will so as you know my show is a little bit about the healing arts, so I'm big on these connections that go beyond just the mechanical so that's why I had to mention that so thank you for asking the question I'm eager to hear what people think of all these events and see which other ones I could sign up for Again, this is Hilda Labrador from Wise Traditions. Thanks, everybody.
0: Thank you, Hilda. And I'm going to echo what Danny said earlier. I really think these events that are geared towards podcasting in, yes, you might be able to get some listeners, but this is really where we should be talking strategy. How do I make my content better? How do I grow my audience? Those types of things. Now, and then go-to events for your niche. That's where you go to get your listeners. But for me, my target audience is at Podcast Movement, at Podcast Mid-Atlantic, at PodFest in Orlando, and of course, Podcast Movement. And so I kind of do both at the uh, same time, but that's very unique to me. You might be going to a gluten-free event or whatever, a knitting event, Have you ever noticed that all podcasters, when we don't know what to say, we'll just say, Oh, it's the knitting podcast. So thanks to everybody who sent in your answers. I'll have links to everything out at school slash six three three. And I mentioned, uh, Ed and his podcast for radio dummies. He did have this very nice clip at the end that I wanted to share. If you want to learn more about podcasting before you do anything, binge listening, binge, listen to some of these podcasts, the new media show, as I just mentioned with Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee, the feed podcast, which is hosted by Elsie Escobar and Rob Walsh over at Lipson. Anything you can find by Dave Jackson, who runs the school of podcasting. Thank you so much, Ed. That made my heart go pitter patter. And uh, thanks for listening. And if you'd like to start a podcast, I would love to help you school of podcasting.com. Again, use the coupon code listener that will save you on either a monthly or yearly subscription. Or if you want to work with me one on one right around the corner, I will be at content marketing world. That is in Cleveland, Ohio. I'll be working the booth with the one and only hall of fame podcaster, Rob Watch. a lot of hall of famers going on here. Uh, Danny Payne is also in the hall of fame. And then uh, that's the fourth through the seventh and then uh, also on the 7th. So I'm going to be in two places on the same day. That's going to be fun. I will be in the Philadelphia area at Podcast Minute Atlantic. This is a cool, it is an intimate, it is an intimate, kind of super creative podcast conference. Check it out, podcastminatlantic.com I will be speaking on the 8th and I'll probably get there like halfway through the 7th because I'll be driving from Content Marketing World in Cleveland. That's going to be fun. And I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody there. Of course, in October... If you're across the pond, I will be at we are podcast that is in Australia. That's the first time I'm going to that event. So if you're looking to start a podcast, I would love to help you You heard all these clips. I love to help people. I've got shoot 20 plus years of helping people understand technology. I would love to work with you. Go out to school dot slash start. Use the coupon code listener if you want to do one on one consulting. school dot slash contact. You can contact me and we will set something up. In the future, I'm going to revisit. We talked last episode about the importance of having kind of a focus group. Well, I have a, a mastermind group I was in. And I was on the hot seat. I got a lot of really, really good feedback. So I'm going to share some of that and how it's important to have somebody tell you you suck. It really is. sometimes it's really, I know we don't want to hear it, but I was so, so happy. I would much rather, and it sounds weird, but I feel closer to somebody who feels comfortable enough with me to say, Dave, I love you, but that last thing was just horrible that to me i would much rather have that in fact if you lie to me when you don't have to it really 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 damages our relationship so i would love to help you again school slash start thanks very much for tuning in and until next week class is dismissed take care god bless if you like. there, Emily. And of course, here's somebody who was like, oh, I always kind of want to call myself a writer. Yeah, she got a book deal from her podcast. You can check that out at The Story Behind Not Turning Off Your Phone. That's a great podcast if you've never heard of that one. With Andrea Clunder, who does the Podcast Envy Show. And so she kind of like scratched the itch. And, and that's not a right phrase. Are you still here? How cool is that? Thank you so much for waiting to the very end. I know you're like, Dave, you never gave us the September question of the month. Well, it's right here. We're looking at, I guess you could call it the pod fade slider, where since we're number one is good, we're going to say one is like, I love podcasting. It's the best thing ever. And 10 is, um, I quit yesterday, (laughs) meaning I'm done. I forget it. I'm out of here where are you on that scale where one is I love podcasting oh forever and 10 is uh, I'm done with this I'm done. where are you at in that on a scale from one to ten and then why if you're if you're a person that's a little crispy on this then why are you a little crispy what's making you crispy if you're ecstatic and oh my gosh this is great well then what's going on that it's so great That's the question of the month for September If you email me Dave at school of podcasting.com, Just put September question in the subject line. I do prefer you record it and then just attach it. Or you can go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. I got ways there to call in via voicemail. You can use SpeakPipe, schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. I need your answers in by September 22nd. Thanks so much for listening to the very end. You really just made my day.